as you have already gathered by now, the theme for this Youth Sunday is, You Are the Branches, from John chapter 15, verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. In the scripture passage, Jesus is talking to his followers, his disciples, using the metaphor of the vine and branches and fruit. Abide in me as I abide in you, he says. Those who abide in me I, and I in them bear much fruit. The emphasis is on the life connection between Jesus and his followers, the transfer of energy that leads to the bearing of fruit, the connectedness, the common and shared purpose, life, and mission. Jesus is the vine and his disciples are the branches. What we produce together is the fruit. We are bound together with him, with each other, bound together in relationship, bound together in purpose. A couple of Sundays ago, Seth and I had some time during the Sunday school hour with the senior high youth, and then during lunch afterwards, we were talking about membership and baptism. Seth started with a session on brethren history, and within that, some perspectives about what shaped the core values and identity of our faith forebears. I had a second session that was focused then on a, a continued and deeper discussion of core values and identity, reflecting on our tradition more generally speaking, and then in the specific, talking about the context of our particular congregation. In the more general portion, I referenced some material that I had first introduced to the youth group about two years ago when the, the, the students who are now juniors were freshmen, but the freshmen at that time weren't yet in the group. They were still in junior high. So it was a repeat to some of them and new to others. Although I didn't spend a whole lot of time on it that day, I think it's worth sharing with you some of what I shared with them. Most of you are familiar, I imagine, with the Church of the Brethren tagline, continuing the work of Jesus peacefully, simply, together. It was developed several decades ago now when a consulting company was hired by the denomination to gather up information and reflections and opinions from across the church and then to distill that, into, that, distill that information into a fairly compact and memorable tagline, which they did. And that tagline, continuing the work of Jesus peacefully, simply together, apparently resonated with the church at large because it has hung around ever since. And many, many people and congregations have incorporated it into their self-description over the years. It's effective because it catches up important identity themes, and it is, quite frankly, pretty easy to remember. Continuing the work of Jesus peacefully, simply, together. That is, we follow and we keep following the example of Jesus. We act as his body in this world. We commit ourselves to his concerns for peace building, for simplicity and integrity in the ways in which we deal with other people and with the creation, and we bind ourselves together in community. Continuing the work of Jesus peacefully, simply together, that's one way to think about our core values and identity. So we started with that, but then I also shared with them another brief but memorable and descriptive identity phrase. This one was developed by a Mennonite educational resource group 
for use by Anabaptist-minded Christians, of which we are uh, a part of that group. This other identity phrase, three sentences long, is this. Jesus is the center of our faith. Community is the center of our lives. Reconciliation is the center of our work. Let me repeat that again. Jesus is the center of our faith. Community is the center of our lives. Reconciliation is the center of our work. So, as I did with the youth, let me unpack that a little bit. First, Jesus is the center of our faith. That's a way of saying that our understanding of Christianity is rooted in and expressed through daily Jesus-following discipleship. It is following Jesus' example and teachings in everyday life. It also means that we interpret the Bible through a Christ-centered point of view. That our loyalty, our faithfulness is to a, a Jesus practice and a Jesus ethic. Jesus is the center of our faith. Second, community is the center of our lives. That's a way of saying that the church is a sisterhood, a brotherhood, a family. Members of our faith community not only commit themselves to Christ, but also individually and voluntarily to each other. Forgiveness is seen and practiced as a means toward developing and healing the community, which then provides the foundation for extending healing out into the world. And Scripture, if community is the center of our lives, then Scripture needs to be interpreted within the community. It's our shared understandings that matter. And because of all of this, closeness and care are vitally important. Community is the center of our lives. And third, reconciliation is the center of our work. This means that followers of Jesus have an ethic of love and non-resistance. Accepting Jesus is not just about looking out for our future eternal status, but accepting Jesus, embracing Jesus, leads to transformed living here and now. And transformed people think reconciliation. They work for peace. They reject involvement in violence and warfare. They seek the transformation of all relationships, the healing of all relationships. Reconciliation is at the center of our work. And like the phrase, continuing the work of Jesus peacefully, simply together, that three-sentence statement, Jesus is the center of our faith, community is the center of our lives, reconciliation is the center of our work, is not very hard to remember. It's not hard to remember, but it's also not hard to embrace. At least if you were formed by this community, or if you have come to this community and found a place here that matches your thinking, matches your believing, your intentions. If that's the case, then these three sentences resonate. They make sense. They feel right. And as I was sitting with this morning's scripture this past week, it occurred to me that the verses, the images from John 15 could be nicely matched up with those identity sentences. I am the true vine. Abide in me as I abide in you. Jesus 
is the center of our faith. I am the vine. You are the branches. Community is the center of our lives. And pushing just a few verses past this morning's text to verse 12, this is my commandment that you love one another. Reconciliation is the center of our work. It matches up because central to Jesus' teachings and deep at the heart of our identity, of who we are, deeper than just about anything, is the matter of connectedness. So the image of the vine and the branches is an image that well suits us, identifies us, because it is about connectedness and how the matter of connection is tied to the matter of purpose. Jesus is connected to God, and we are connected to Jesus, and we are connected to each other. When the connection is broken, or when it withers, or when it's in trouble, then we are in trouble. Without that life connection, branches die. They die on the vine, and fruit dies on the branches. It all depends on healthy connection. Abide in me as I abide in you. I am the vine and you are the branches. We often talk about following Jesus, but this text invites us to think also about abiding in Jesus, staying close to Jesus, staying connected to Jesus. What does that mean? It means knowing and following him, that's for sure. It means emulating his example, seeking his mind. But it also means staying close, staying connected to others who are on the same journey as a way of staying close to him. And it means staying close, staying connected to our spiritual purpose, our reason for being in the world, our best way of being human as an expression of staying close to him. And all of that points to the centrality of this kind of connectedness and how it shapes our being, and our purpose. The interconnectedness of drawing life from Christ and living life in Christ. Drawing life from each other and living life with each other. Drawing life from a mission of love and reconciliation and living a life of love and reconciliation. Continuing the work of Jesus together. Together vine, and branches. I believe that the hardest thing over the last year has been being apart. So the biggest challenge, the most urgent work from my perspective has been around the matter of staying together even when we are apart. That's not to say that all the issues that have raged around us in this past year, health risks, political disagreements, Social upheavals, racial reckonings haven't been urgent, important, critical. They have been. They are. But from where I stand, the first question is always this. How do we stay connected? How do we stay on the vine with Jesus, with each other, with purpose, with fruit-bearing potential? And that's why when we talked with the youth the other Sunday, the what we believe part was important to talk about, the ideas and the ideals, the history, the theology, the faith perspective, all of that was important. But just as important was to emphasize this, that membership here, indeed 
baptism here is something you choose to embrace because you know, you understand, you affirm that you are connected. And that that connection is at the core of who you are. Vine and branches, here in this place, with these people, you are connected. You are connected to Christ. You are connected to a community. You are connected to a family. You are connected to a faith context. You are connected to an experience that asks something important of you and at the same time allows you to ask about what is important to you. You're connected to opportunities to think and question and grow and act and make a difference in the world. You're connected to a, a collection of tradition and thought and understanding and wondering. You're connected to a web of compassion. You're connected to a body. You're connected to Christ and to the community and to the work and witness of this community. Abide in me as I abide in you. I am the vine, you are the branches. All of the good intentions in the world won't much matter if you don't have a foundation, a community of support and accountability. All of the ideas you have are just your ideas if you don't have a trusted place to test them. All of the adventuring you wish to do is really only wandering if you don't have a home to which to return, a foundation from which you are building your life. So maybe you can begin to see why the matter of connectedness is not only what I wanted to emphasize with the youth the other Sunday in that class, but it is also what has weighed so heavily on my mind and my heart over the last year. And I don't mean just my, <clears throat> I don't mean just my own individual or pastoral connection to you, but I mean our connection to each other, our connection to the Spirit of Christ, our connection to the purposes of Christ. In the Scripture, Jesus can be thought to sound a bit threatening. He talks about pruning. He talks about branches that wither and are gathered and thrown into the fire. He says, apart from me, you can do nothing. But I actually don't think that what he says is threatening. Rather, I think it's matter of fact. It's a reminder more than anything that while people who are cut off or who cut themselves off may think of themselves as independent, capable, even unique, the truth is that people who are cut off or who cut themselves off from Christ, from the community, from their calling, actually cut themselves off from their own life, from their own potential, and from their own peace. And I think Jesus is always more interested in making the invitation than he is in making any threat. And the invitation of Jesus is always the invitation of belonging, and in that belonging, the invitation of becoming. Belonging and becoming. Vine and branches and fruit.
I teased Seth a little bit this past week and asked whether he wanted me to bring my big black molded rubber stock tank. The one I originally bought for a duck bath before I realized it was just way too big. It's a 110 gallon tank. We could fill it up, I said. And if we need to do any baptisms today, we'd be all set. He gave me that wry smile that he gives me sometimes when he's not entirely sure whether I'm joking or not. And I was joking, but I also wasn't. I'm ready to bring that 110-gallon stock tank anytime because I believe wholeheartedly that every one of you belongs to us, belongs with us. And whenever you're ready, I welcome you to affirm that too by getting in the water, getting in the water and going under and coming back up again. Because I believe we are connected. We are a community. We are part of one body. We are a family. We are each other's home. We are the branches to Jesus the vine. We are fruit bearers in a hungry world. And claiming each other testifies to that. Claiming this family testifies to how true and important and good that is. Vine and branches and fruit, Christ and community and reconciliation and love in this world. May we claim our identity, each other, and our purpose. May we claim the Christ who claims us. Amen.